0: Hi, my name's Kim Cole and I'm your host of Real 510. Our podcast is dedicated to the stories of real buyers and real sellers in the East Bay residential housing environment in Northern California. Finding a solid investment to grow one half to several million dollars is a strategic and calculative exercise of wisdom and intuition. Now, mix in the emotional meaning of home, your safety, your shelter, your memories. The task is daunting. The influences are great, and there's no proven instruction manual. Join us as we explore the process, the challenges, and the triumphs of those who have successfully navigated the storm. Welcome to Real 510. We are here today talking about home staging. I am... And and before we get in our guest, who I'm very excited to introduce to you, um, I wanted to share an article that I came across about home staging that um, took place in 2017. 2017, keep in mind, the market was even more competitive than it is today, in my opinion, and you could probably put your home on the market and, and sell it without doing much more than putting a sign up and putting a single shot online. But could you sell it for the amount you could if you did it right? And this report was um, produced by the National Association of Realtors, published in the Economist Outlook in November of 2017. And they pulled realtors across the country – 59% 59% of the realtors who work with sellers said that staging a home could increase the dollar value buyer's off- offer. 29% said it could increase that dollar value from 1% to 5%. And 21% said that it could increase its dollar value by 6 to 10%. And I would venture to say that here in California and here in the Bay Area, it's going to be on the higher side of that. Absolutely. So if you put that to our numbers that we have today for um, 2019 year to date, our average single family sales price, get ready, fasten your seatbelts is $980,000. Holy smokes. Um, and so, yeah, right. Wow. That's our median? S- that is the average of what has sold in Oakland in 2019. And so you're looking at 49000 to $98,000 difference by staging your home. Ray- ready to raise your prices? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> and so with that, I would like to introduce um, Amy Bromstead. Uh, she is a amazing stager with redefining space we've worked together for quite some time and i have the highest respect and admiration and with that welcome amy oh thanks kim tell me Uh, a little bit about you
1: yes i am a california girl uh born and raised in the east bay i did move around and and try out some other areas of the world i lived in china for nine years Um, and speak Chinese I do I speak fluent Mandarin it's rusty but you'd be surprised how often it comes in handy in (laughs) California great and occasionally and you know a Chinese speaking buyer it will land me the job but that's not you know the norm Um, (laughs) and so um, I am an artist at heart and I think that's an important thing to know about me and how it translates into my work and my business Um, staging is really um, it's a creative process and the the end goal of course is to transform the space and create again a higher profit margin for your seller um, which it absolutely does and is proven to do Um, but then there you know there's different aspects too and how you select a stager and part of what's special about what i do and my artistic um, skills is that i create kind of a custom and bespoke um, look that it Feels a little bit more like a design in your house, and it's very on trend. So um, again, this is something that translates to the current market um, that we're seeing of the you know the millennial buyer or any buyer wanting to see
0: what's kind of current and fresh, and um, that's something we we strive to do tremendously. Well, you strive and you achieve that for sure, but um, I think that um, you you know you spoke a little bit about china and your um education and painting but you 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 have a degree in painting i do and i think that that and we were talking a little bit earlier um i think that that really has a huge influence on what makes the difference of a a, a decorator that's going to decorate your home because you have purchased it and you want it to look fabulous Versus a stager and a designer that is painting a picture, right? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I I can add on to that by saying
0: um, there is training
1: involved, of course, in becoming an artist. You do study a lot of things in school. That's one part of it. But the other part is kind of an innate Thing and it's something that I've chosen to pursue my life's path with. So there is this sense of color and perspective that can be taught, but there's also something really innate. And I think I have a nice combination of both, mm-hmm. which then comes out into my work and how my stage um, designs how they, how they end live. up looking. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I feel like you can't say enough about your perspective. I just, um, I think when when we walk into one of your homes that you stage and I, I mean there's a, there are a lot of good stagers out there so this isn't necessarily a commercial for there redefining are, there space there are tons
1: of good stagers out there
0: but I really see that whole perspective it's very different than how somebody is going to decorate their own home or or live in their home Yeah. so um, so you talked about your philosophy briefly of um behind your staging and what you try to really brand your company about. Tell, tell us more with regards to your philosophy.
1: Okay, um, so my philosophy is not only about the service. I think first and foremost we are a service-based company and we provide something that's beneficial and, and quite frankly necessary in the really competitive market right now with things being online you see you know the first glimpse you get of a home is this online picture and without the beautiful staging and professional photos your home can get skipped right by so you know we have this philosophy that it's got to look great it's it's about the design and the furnishings of course the service too but what we really want to do is transform the space Um, Make it beautifully designed and presented and help get you noticed.
0: So I think that this is so similar to online dating, right? Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) mean, you can't say enough about those pictures, right? Because everybody is starting their home staging or their their home search. Um, online, and they're just flipping through pictures, just like that online dating. Yeah, plenty thank, of fish. Thank God we're not doing that know, anymore, Bumble. Amy.
1: <laughs> well, I still can't think of the main one. But, anyway.
0: but so they're flipping, and what are you doing when you're flipping? You're eliminating. So if those pictures don't look just right, if it's not exciting, it isn't the way you want to live, you're eliminated.
1: Yes, correct. Yeah. So th- again, that's a one really important thing that staging does. Um, the second thing it does is it really creates a kind of emotional response once you're inside the home. An empty home can feel cold. Um, it's it's hard for some people to really imagine themselves living in a space that they can't really see where everything would go. Layouts can be challenging. So one of the things we do is we really create this beautiful space where you can imagine yourself doing something like reading a book in the corner or having a glass of wine outside. Um, It draws in um, more people, and more people become more interested in the home, of course, again, at the end of the day, translates into more offers.
0: But you kind of see yourself emotionally walking into that home and and living your fantasy lifestyle. Sure. Living the dream. I I can tell you, I never sit on a couch. I do not sit and read a magazine. I don't put my feet up. But but when you walk into a home and you see this really inviting couch the suns beating on it you've got the the everything's row perfectly that's placed. sitting there oh yes you've and the got pillows the wine glass are gorgeous. Y- yep, yeah the whole i mean thing. it's it's it just... creates a
1: rich inviting environment and
0: you're saying i want that lifestyle exactly. so so i'm going to have this lifestyle if i see you know
1: it's a, yeah <laughs> it does it. it it's a big part of it and it it really um, you know, not as a commercial for what we're saying as my company or staging, but it really overall, and there are a lot of great stagers, it does do this, speaking to sellers directly, it does create a response, um, and it does make a really noticeable difference of a vacant home versus a staged home
0: many of the buyers that we work with, they're analysts, um, whether they're in finance or whether they're software engineers or what have you, and they really want to look at buying a home as a smart investment, and it is a smart investment, and um, they don't want to be taken by emotion to make a purchase. But the interesting thing is, right, you're buying a commodity. Sure. That's emotion-driven. It so is,
1: because you're going to spend your time there. You're going to sleep there. Maybe, you know, you have your children there. Maybe, you know, your relationships, whatever it is, your family. This place is an emotional place. It's it's as much, and it should be, you know, an investment with your brain as, as well. But, you know, there is, of course, the entire side of life that isn't about money, which is about living. Right,
0: right. And, on, I mean, I think... The other point of that is, though, that just the money, just the investment part of buying a home is still emotion-oriented. I mean, no different, right, than stocks. And, I mean, you there is emotion that is involved with why stocks are do well or don't do well. And the, the emotion does drive the market. And so if the emotion is bringing you in, the emotion can bring in the next buyer as well. The, there's another piece of this that I always find kind of interesting, and that is it goes back to the perspective thing that I have always found, and I kind of surprise sellers and buyers um, oftentimes by, by um, sharing with them the idea that a empty home looks smaller than a staged home. Being in development and new construction for so many years and showing empty spaces, because the argument sometimes is, why don't we just take everything out and there'll be a clean, empty space that people can just have their own thoughts about. Is that going to work? Well, is, I mean, is there truth to this? It looks smaller.
1: It does look smaller. It's a trick of the eye and it really comes down to whether someone can imagine the kind of furniture that they're going to put into a layout or if they're not good at that. And a lot of people just aren't. So they see the space and it looks like a square empty room. Um, And once you put in the beautiful L-shaped couch and a coffee table and two lounge chairs and a side table and a gorgeous tree plant, which is all the things that are involved with staging. you realize. Look how many things fit in here and look how lovely they fit all together. So you, you create this dynamic layout which makes the space feel bigger. And it just it's 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 unbelievable to see it from vacant to really, stage. It
0: really, really is. Yeah. It really is. Um so kind of moving along, yeah. tell us, tell me, tell us, um how you work with real estate agents.
1: Well, the real estate, um, an agent is such a big part of what I do. I mean, I I feel like for the most part, it's a collaboration. Of course, I'm there to do the actual design and the style. But a lot of times, a realtor who refers me or selects me, much like you would refer me to a client, Mm -hmm. you and I already have an idea. Of how that space needs to look, and you know that I'm going to deliver that really stylish, on-trend look. So it becomes a collaborative effort. Um, the, the the real estate agent is there, of course, for things that are logistical. Man, you know they they're the they hold the, they're the keeper of the keys and do things like that. But they're also um, and when
0: you say that, you mean like calendar, yeah, calendaring, like, like what and comes first, yeah. All
1: of those things are really um, what I work directly with the um, the real estate agent on, but also, um, there's an, there's a final look that we're trying to get to. Right. And that look is that beautiful home that we want to put online. That's going to get, this property noticed Mm -hmm. and so it's a collaborative effort to get there the agent you can do so many things on your end to get there and then you bring me in sometimes for a color consultation do you think we should do an accent wall here or there or we talk about light fixtures which i think we should touch on lighting because i think it is an important factor that you can do something with for a couple of hundred dollars that really makes a statement
0: I am just, I am, you, and I think you know this, I'm huge on lighting. I think lighting is one of the least expensive, bang biggest for buck. bang for your Absolutely. bucks that you I can, can. I agree. yep. And having enough lighting and the right lighting, mm-hmm. warm so versus photographs cool nicely lighting. and
1: feels good in the room, yeah. So I was gonna, so going back to your question, of that's something that's collaborative, color, um, fixtures, and then of course I do the staging, and then um, that's really that's really how it works. The agent is often, um, you know, just like real estate um, on your side, on my side, it's referral based too. So that's why I hold myself to such a high letter of you know integrity. Is that I want every single space I do to showcase who I am and my level of professionalism, so that I can work you know again with that agent i not only want to please my seller and make them happy but i also want my agent to be really happy with the work too so that's how it it becomes it's a tripod you know all three of us are working together
0: a point that i want to make sure to get to our listeners is that a seller typically is hiring their real estate agent the real estate professional first and they're relying on them to give good advice, make good referrals, to get to the bottom line of getting them the highest dollar on their home. and um, So really, and I have found this over the years working with you, you have become part of my brand. I mean, sincerely have. There's a certain look that our homes have achieving very high dollar amounts, but they have they have this certain look. And one thing that I think is really valuable in us working together is you always ask who's our buyer. Now, a lot of the time, you know this area very well, and you kind of know who our buyer is going to be. But if you are unfamiliar with that neighborhood or the area or what we're trying to achieve or just an effort of us talking it through together so we have the same ideas I mean and that how important is that in staging it's
1: super important and I do deliver a multitude of styles I'm not a one-note stager I pride myself on doing kind of a custom bespoke look not only for the property but also who are we marketing to I mean this is a marketing tool so it's very important for me to sound off the real estate agent who are you looking for in this area. You know, for example, you do a lot of sales in the Ellington, and that client might be completely different than really who you're targeting further downtown at the bond. And we want a different look. So I, you know, and I really know that from you. I wouldn't know that unless you and I dialogued about it. So it, that's just a perfect example of how I work with you as an agent and how, um, asking those questions and and then creating space to really create make the place look as good as it can but also target who we're looking for
0: and it really yeah i mean it just makes a real difference i think for the property um and whether it's condo or single family home, it, that goes back to the vision of you kind of fantasizing what your life's all about. I mean, oftentimes we put a nursery in oh, yeah. to those first time home buyer, sure. little adorable homes yep. in Berkeley. Many and times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just makes sense. And even though there isn't a child in our immediate buyer's future, there is a plan for one. And that just helps, helps with that whole the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like smoke and mirrors <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> yeah truly I mean it really is just kind of helping people I think with with envisioning and making decisions so when does it not make sense to stage or maybe do a partial stage
1: um and there are a couple of instances where I think primarily two um where I think it's not necessary to stage. And the first one, I, I think you'll agree with me is that um, if you're selling a property that's really just as is, um, it needs a lot of structural work on top of cosmetic work, you might have a hole somewhere. I mean, you know, not we're not talking about a total dump or anything. But I'm, I'm just saying a home that really is kind of an as is sale. I don't think that staging is going to elevate your property um to be worth it for the fee because my kind
0: of a lipstick on the pig exactly there's a point yeah and
1: i just at that and i i actually had someone bring me into a home recently i'll give you a perfect example and i said i in good conscience i'm not going to take you know this contract because i don't think it will help you and I want to help the seller to sell, you know, their house for more. I'm not. I you should redo your bathroom with this money. Literally, you know, was kind of the the thing that I said. So in that case, I don't think staging is the best. Um, there are rare cases where someone has like really awesome taste, plus it's accessorized and they have fabulous art. I don't see it that often, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do see people who have like a lot of really good pieces and then they ask me to come in, this is where the partial comes in, and I'll put some dynamic kind of statement art up and some accessories and an area rug where they didn't have one to warm it up and give it contrast and I do that a lot Um, some people have wonderful taste and they have some beautiful things but it just needs that wow factor again to get back to that you know that online photo we need Mm -hmm. um, to really sell it so partial stages are a good thing too and again the goal of staging is to elevate your space transform your space and help you get you know more a higher profit and even if you have good furniture you have a beautiful you know something from z gallery or you know design within reach or something let's use that to get towards the goal of you know getting that photo finish
0: right that is a, a question that sellers often ask us is I mean they they've they're proud of what they have sure and they've invested in a lot of real, really nice pieces oh, for sure and they'll say well can't we just use what we have and like really just to echo what you're saying it's, it really is quite rare that they have the full package that you can really work with everything they have and create a staged home that's consistent, that um,
1: cohesive. Yes, I, I think is important.
0: Yes, because people are original and sure. they have a lot of very original art and uh,
1: well. I can, you know, play off that as someone might have something that is absolutely stunning, but it's polarizing. It's a love it or hate it piece. And it might be this amazing sculpture that they got on their travels or something. But some people, maybe it has a religious connotation, or maybe it just has a color story that is too dynamic or something. And in those cases, it's an expensive, beautiful piece. But in terms of garnering, you know, the market as a whole, it just is too polarizing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I so agree with that. Um, and you have, by the way, done some very success, successful partial stages. And, um, and that's, that's been wonderful. Because sometimes it's not just the expense of staging for an owner, but it's also the logistics. of um, and, and that's kind of an interesting thought in itself, but of, of maybe living in their home still. Because they can't rent something and uh, give us an example. I'm sure you're. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. I, I was going to say there's um, that's another time where someone might do a partial stage um, because they don't want to move twice. Um, they just want to move once. Yet some, You know, if you do a partial and you do some people need to live in their home <clears throat> while they're selling it nice. for many different reasons. And so if they can arrange to um, take out, you know, some of their personal items and then and keep their big pieces in, and then we come in and do you know the wow moments. Then they really only have to hire the moving truck once.
0: And that also, though, is a delicate thing. And one of the one of the talks that we have with our sellers when this occurs, because some people just simply they don't have the funds to stay somewhere else while their home is being uh, put on sold, the market. Yeah. Or. Or there may be more complicated things where it's not just about money, it's about large pieces of furniture, it's about things that can't be stored, you know, it can be a number of different things. The challenge with that is, they have to live in a pretty sterile environment. They can't leave a toothbrush out, they can't leave a dish in the sink, not a spot on the counter. I mean, in order, again, to get the most bang for your buck. Sure. You can do anything if you don't care what you get for a sales price. But, yeah, that's just a, a, another interesting thing that's, that's part of what we need to work with. So kind of moving along, what do um, you really need, or I should say, what does a seller really need to consider when they are selecting a stager? What do you think?
1: I have a strong opinion about this. That is exactly why you're on this show.
0: Um,
1: yeah, there, there are really, for me, three important things. And whether you choose me or you choose another company, this is my honest, from my heart advice about choosing a stager. Number one, you need to choose someone who is professional. They should be experienced, they should be skilled, they should have a website that shows their work, they should have a crew, they should be professionals, they should return your call. Um, All of these small details add up to how your final result is going to be, and this is with anything really, but some people think, oh, it's creative and they'll just do it and it'll be fine and it'll turn out great. It won't. Hire someone professional. Number two, portfolio. Choose someone who has talent and a sense of design and can show it to you. Pick someone who has photos on their website. If ask for recent work from them, show me two properties you have staged right now that are in the same style of the staging you're recommending for my property show me you know yeah absolutely and if they can't or if they show you something and it's like "Er, er," well I think you know that that's maybe not the right person because it's thousands of dollars right you know and then um my last thing is that it's personality I think that you should find someone who is friendly and seems easy to work with because it's a big financial decision to sell your home and this person's gonna be in and out of your home several times for days on end. Yeah. Um, And I just think that it's really important to trust and feel comfortable with your stager. So um, I know that I strive to make both my clients, um, the sellers themselves and the agent really happy with me. I am available during the process. I rarely don't answer a call. I mean, I just really, want them to be happy with my service and I'm and I and and be friendly and approachable so it's really those three things professionalism portfolio and personality and I think that if you have those three things you're going to make a good decision and get a great result
0: yes yes I like that I think that's a very simple roadmap I um do you ever have do you ever send people out to your properties like to go look at an open house sure yeah I think that that's super sure. helpful to they'll actually. I'll say do you
1: have anything, you know, current and I'll say sure I have 20 stage right now would you know what, do you, what would you like to see or go see this one it's open on this time but oftentimes again it's the online thing if you can send someone to a portal to Absolutely. realestate.com or whatever and here's links, here's the photo, this is what, when you're hiring me, this is what your house is going to look like.
0: And I do, you know, speaking to your point of somebody that's friendly and approachable and you can trust, I do find that that is more important than people might think, just in that you've got these people that are going in and out of your home, you're worried about your walls being dinged, you're worried about your plumbing, working, you're worried about, so you really do need to feel yeah, um, it might not be the most
1: obvious thing mm-hmm. um, when choosing a stager, but again, it's, it's a business transaction. We're providing a service. Let's make it as enjoyable and pleasant as possible right. while getting to our goal.
0: Absolutely, team effort. And Absolutely. I think that goes with the home buying and the home selling a, process. huge for,
1: for your side being the agent, of course. I think that's, I mean, that's gotta be one of your big... Nothing happens without a team. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, okay, so now, so now it's like time to brush off, roll up your sleeves, brush off your knees, <laughs> and um, and start a home staging job. What should a seller do to prepare for that?
1: So. There's a road map, and you are such a professional agent. I know you give your clients kind of a road map from point A to point B, and I'm, I'm somewhere along the line in that road map, usually after painting um, and cleaning, but before photos and kind of some final touch-ups. Um, if you're doing a vacant stage, there isn't that much more you need to do because you've ar- if you've already moved out your agents already helped you or your stager consulting on painting and lighting. That stuff's done. We appreciate it when the home is cleaned in advance because we're putting in area rugs. I mean, we're doing things in your bathrooms. Everything counts um, into how the final presentation comes across. I have, you know, my, my staff has a pretty long standing joke now about me at this point. I move things by one inch. And they smile and laugh at me, and I say, it all adds up mm-hmm. to the final picture. I move a picture up and down by one or two inches, and, I'll, and they, they can laugh at me. And I say, yeah. and look how it looks in the end. It's yeah. gorgeous. So yeah. all the little details matter. If you're doing a vacant stage, you know it's like what I said. You have to move out, paint, prep, and do all those things. A partial stage is different, and we discussed that before mm-hmm. um, your agent and your um, stager can guide you. And every case is a little bit different because we're not sure what we're keeping or how sleeping arrangements are going to be. You know, There's all the things to consider when you're living there and doing a partial stage. And I provide a pretty specific um, list after I meet with you. And then I'll give you that kind of punch list of things to do. And it's different for
0: everyone. I can remember times when you have done partial stages. And, And usually it seems to me it's it's a couple where one, one spouse is across the country. One is left to sell the home. They really just need to crash in their bed every night type of thing. And and you bring over this beautiful, you know, white Italian linen comforter <laughs> because I tell you, Amy, it's got to look expensive. Right? This is an expensive place. Yes. It's got to look expensive.
1: It's got to look
0: expensive. And you say, no, no worries, no worries. We're going to have it all ready, and they just need to fold up the bottom and fold down the top yep. and then fold it in another third, <laughs> and then it, we'll stick it in the closet just like right? But that's yep. kind of what you do.
1: It's true. We leave their sheets on underneath. I have no problem with that, and then I layer on top. We make it beautiful, take the photos, and I, I recommend to them, take a picture of how I've done it because they think they'll remember and then, they're, and it's then they tired, they're tired or, you know, they're yeah. busy or rush and they go, oh yeah. gosh, how did she, it looked so much better when she did it. How did yeah. she do it? So it's like reference your photo,
0: but
1: <laughs> sure. But we can make it work. We make we it all make work. It work. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And then the other thing that I think sometimes we forget about, and hopefully your realtor's guiding you along the way, but carpets need to be cleaned oh. always, right? Absolutely. I mean, even if you live very clean, the just the smell and the freshness of a freshly clean carpet, and it's inexpensive. I mean, I think our carpet cleaner, it's I mean, like it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred yes. bucks a room. So, money. All the
1: little details, all the little inches, Kim. They all add up to the final result.
0: Now, what about s- smell? Do you address smell in your staging? Um,
1: we do only in terms of we add. I always add live plants and orchids. To my stages it just adds a layer of richness and depth and creates especially if it's a vacant stage it just creates kind of a, a you know a live energy in the house it's not just sitting in the sun with dust collecting you know there's live things in there and it does help with the smell orchids smell good um we address it in that way i you know i've heard of people saying they bake cookies at the open house or something like that I'm, i unfortunately can't go quite that far you know I'm I'm allotted my time. But, I think um, in the 80s we did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I actually believe it or not, went into an open house recently and um, there was they were
0: doing that. It's not funny. That old trick. Well, <laughs> kind of like your staff makes fun of you with the inch and in the inch. Yeah. My staff makes fun of me with the no fake food. I cannot stand it when people put fake food in a staged home. Oh, I don't, I never do that. You never do that. That's that's one of the... And I didn't even
1: know you didn't like it because I never do it. That's really funny.
0: But it just...
1: oh that whole smorgasbord of like fake salami and thing, grapes, absolutely and, like, or a
0: bowl of fake lemons or
1: uh, occasionally i've done the occasional fake fruit in the very corner of the kitchen but nothing like the fake bread and all the no we don't yeah, the yeah. and
0: then fake fake plants they also don't too. they don't just they occasionally i'll use a very
1: high-end like silk Um, flower or something i do Mm -hmm. because fresh flowers um unfortunately expire right except for orchids which is you know the orchids are the stagers go-to because they look beautiful and they last for a minimum of like 30 days to 60 days right um but yeah anything live is just going to look more expensive and achieve a higher end look
0: i think so Mm -hmm. i really do yeah um Okay, we are, I've got two more, maybe three more questions for you, because like usual, I, these times just go so, so darn quickly. But um, what about lighting? We talked a little bit about lighting, right? Yeah, we yeah. talked about
1: lighting. I, like, no, we did, we talked about it, that switching out the fixtures,
0: is it, really it's just
1: important, it's impactful, and sometimes I'm asked to make recommendations for that, and I'm more than happy to. Sometimes the agent works on that aspect, but.
0: But it's something that you really, as a seller, should consider, right? Now, what about going back in Amy's archives of redefining space, can you tell us what your biggest challenge has been?
1: It's hard to pinpoint my biggest challenge ever. I, it's, there's challenges running a business, of course, right? Um, but I would say that my biggest challenge as a stager in general, overall, is that every space is really so different. Um, So in my mind, my job, of course, is to create this new plan for each and every home and condo I have um, to make it really shine. And I'm not formulaic in how I do things. So I really like I, I keep kind of harping on the word bespoke, but it really is. And I will switch out a chair five times until I like that chair.
0: You must bring a lot of inventory. I do. I station. mean, I do, but
1: I also go back to my warehouse, and that's why I book I book a two-day period to make sure that by the last time I turn the lights off, it's perfect. Um, and I do get requests for changes, but honestly, not very often. Um, and that, for me, that's, like, my personal challenge with staging. Um, but at the same time, it's interesting because my biggest challenge becomes also my greatest reward because once I nail it and I'm happy with it, and I, that's something that, um, to get slightly personal, is that I, I love what I do and I'm so passionate about it um, and it really, you know, it drives me and it's, I think, a part of why I'm successful at it is because I really enjoy it. Um, so, you know, my dad growing up always told me He said, don't pursue something just for money. Don't pursue something um, for status or something like that. Find something you like to do and it'll work out as long as you work hard at it. So that's kind of been my motto through the different careers. And I feel like I've really finally found what I love to do and that's staging.
0: Okay, Amy has, tears welling up in her eyes and I have them welling up in mine. I don't think that we could close out with anything better than that. Thank you so much for being on You're the show so today. You're so
1: welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: I hope that our sellers will listen and um, and stage, stage away. Thanks, Amy. Today's episode has been sponsored by the Kevin Kennedy team with RPM Mortgage. Kevin and his team consistently do deliver top-notch service and personal attention. Kevin meets with all of his clients in person, and he's available seven days a week to answer questions. And really, I I can testify to this. Kevin, uh, he goes the extra mile to get his clients the best rate and loan terms. Across the board, our clients have been delighted with their loan experience. The communication and the delivery on promise is, is truly A-plus with the Kevin Kennedy team. <laughs> Thanks for listening today, and please check us out on Real 510 on iTunes. To find out even more, visit our website, kimcolerealestate.com. We're a boutique real estate brokerage, women-owned, and team-enacted with a focus on urban luxury housing. We are located in Oakland's Jack London Square, serving Oakland and the Greater Bay Area.